0: This episode is dedicated to all our veterans, all our law enforcement, first responders. This is to you. Thank you for your service. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Amor de San Amor Con La Mexicana. Thank you for listening to my podcast. We're on all listening platforms we in other countries. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. This episode is in regards to law enforcement officers who are out there struggling, trying to save their marriage, you know, trying to get by every day, some having some thoughts, you know, getting depression, you name it. They're humans, and I know they go through stuff. So I hope this episode hits home and you start seeing a little light at the end of the tunnel. And trust me, everything's going to be okay. Just have patience. And seek professional help. We're not professionals. My guest is not a professional. He's only speaking about his story, his life, his real life. So hopefully it hits somebody's home and we're able to prevent that one suicide. Thank you. Why do you think there's a high divorce rate in law enforcement?
1: Uh, I think the high uh, divorce rate has to do with uh, with the law enforcement culture. You know, uh, uh, we are we are a thought or programmed to to come into this uh, department, and uh, it's like you walk into a brotherhood, a family. You know, when you uh, start investing time into something
0: other than loyalty, love, you just start seeking understanding within the department. Yes.
1: It's taking away from your own family, from, from, from being with your life.
0: So how were you able to br- not bring home your problems to work and your work problems home?
1: It's a, a constant reminder to keep both separate. You try to keep your, your home life private and your work life. Uh, when you clock in, it starts, and when you clock out, it, it's finished, you know? You uh, have to train yourself take your on priorities and do what you can during, during those 8 hours or 16 hours if you're doing a double 12 hours for those people work 12 hours yeah. and, uh, and once you park out you know you leave that better once, once you get home you you take priority on projects you know your hobbies your family every morning when you wake up it's a, you get a, a, a pie you know it's like a tiny pie they call it you gotta cut you gotta cut the pie and you gotta keep, keep the balance by giving a piece of the pie to to all this, I, I spoke about it, you know uh, work, family, and uh, yourself.
0: Yes. What kind of hobbies did you did you have hobbies yourself? When uh when my kids were uh, younger, uh, I got involved into coaching. That that
1: gave me an outlet. Coaching, I uh, helped me build something. made made me feel uh, building something other other than, than just going to work. Uh, it gives you a sense of uh, achievement. So. Um, uh, I, I took on coaching, uh, I took on to weightlifting
2: in, in July, so so that's another outlet that you, you
1: find outside of work.
0: And maybe that's why I see a lot of law enforcement officers, military working out, huh? That's probably the reason why, because of the stress level?
2: Yes, yes, I think uh, working out is one of the biggest uh, outlets that, that you can find. You know, other than drinking and stuff, that's just it's, it's gonna
1: take away from you at the, the long run. You know, I think working out is, uh, is, is something to challenge you not physically, but also mentally. As you get more in bed into working out, uh, you start playing with your with the way you eat, so that helps you
2: live a, a better life.
0: Do you recommend you know, going out or finding a hobby to help with the? Uh depression, because I, I assume a lot of law enforcement officers hit depression since the suicide rate is pretty, extremely high. Yes, uh, uh, depression comes, you know, when
1: uh, when you start holding things in. And in my case, you know, I, I personally dealt with depression, you know, growing uh, up a macho Latino, prior military, Marine. And now, being into law enforcement most of my life, I was taught or, or once again programmed to think of depression as a weakness, you know, so you never admit to it, you know, you never say, oh, I'm depressed or, or I need help, you know. Uh, that's the thing that we kind
0: of, uh, you know, I think it was safe for women, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I actually think women, they kind of keep it more inside because they're the ones that hold the
2: family together, you know.
0: That is true. And a man doesn't really talk about it, but most of the time, they just do it. You know what I mean? Yes, And commit yes. suicide.
2: So, uh, suicide was a
1: big thing. I You look for help, you know, realize it, and seek for help. Because there's there's uh, people that are kind to you, you know, and, uh, that should help you with this, this problem, you know, and try to think yourself out of it. You know, for me, I have a sister uh, mm-hmm. who I trust. I trust him she's like my mother pretty much and uh, she helped me a lot with my family problems you know uh trying to understand how the department changed me and uh how uh with my, with my wife uh, uh, trying to explain things to her you know in a better way you know as that's your law enforcement our military we, we should get real defensive when it, when it comes to talking about our problems and, and depression is one of them
0: do you think there's like some type of machismo when you become a law enforcement officer and if you don't snap out of it it just destroys you
1: yes you know
2: it's,
1: it's, it's the culture it's in, in our culture is taken as as, a, as something that you're mentally weak you know yes. you shouldn't accept you shouldn't you shouldn't look for help you know you just you just walk through it you know mm-hmm. but uh, but eventually you know as problems start adding up, you know, you're just, you're just collecting them, you know, you're keeping them all inside and you keep collecting them and keep collecting them until it's like a time bomb, just explodes. Uh, I was pretty close to that, you know, uh, with my personality, you know, I like to help people and I like to be there for people that uh, usually I never seek for help or, 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 or ask anybody for help. So I used to keep my problems to myself, you know. So I came very close to committing suicide at one point. And, and like I say, I, I ended up seeking help, you know, uh, professional help, you know, because uh, uh, in this era, you know, uh, professional stuff, professional help is, is provided to us that we must reach out for it, you know. And what what helped me uh, reach out for it is uh, I have kids and I want to see them grow, you know. I want to be there for them and I want to take care of them until they can take care of themselves, you know. So so that's what that was, that was one of my outlets that helped me you know, look for the help, and like I said, learn the problem
2: that I was was going through, learn that it was depression, Mm -hmm. and addressing it by seeking help.
0: And it's okay to seek help. You know, law enforcement, I feel like there's a lot of bullying. I'm sure people don't talk about it as far as workers or employees because of the situation and the type of job they have. But I feel like that builds more stress to you, especially, because they have to go to court and everything that comes with it.
1: You know, it, it goes back to to the culture, right? When you come in here and, and to a law enforcement, into department, into a unit, you know, similar to the military, you know, you're expected to give everything. You know, you come you come in, we expect you to, to to give us everything. You know, the uh, uh, reality is, uh, I am a father, I am a husband, and. Uh, and I prioritized my family. This is this is my take on, on on how I I, I live my life as a law enforcement. My family came first. And, and due to that I, I got a lot of backslash from my partners, you know. My partners wanted to go out drinking after work, you know. I, I never made it about that, you know, I always went home to my kids, you know, so they always used to tell me, Well, you you you're, you're your wife tells you what to do, you know. You you, you can never hang out, you know. Blah blah blah. That was my choice, you know. I wanted to go home. I wanted to go see my kids, you know. But I always got the backslash from my partners. Now at work, you know, I never did the, you know, I I did what was required for me. That mm-hmm. I did, I never did the extra, you know. All the, the go to the go to the captain's party or go to the lieutenant's party, you know, and, and do all the extra stuff, you know. I never did that. My family came first, you know. I had a. The soccer, uh, soccer. We had volleyball. We had you know other things going on other than you know. Mm-hmm. So so yes, I I got a lot of a backlash from my supervisors. You know, Uh I've been called the worst uh, officer. You know, mm-hmm. I've been called you know uh, people like me should should be in the department. You know, but uh, but it was just uh, you know a lifestyle of the choose. You know. Yeah. Um, I think myself, I think of myself you know, as a good officer. I came in here, I gave my eight hours, and I gave everything I had to give. And at the end of the day, you know, I went on, but uh, uh, I never, I only got like one or two write-ups from my whole career. <laughs> Not the piggy, I never, never was suspended, never was uh, under investigation, so, uh, I think that speaks for my for my record, you know. I also do look out for some of my partners and help them get promoted. A lot of people say, Man, well what are you gonna do? Well, you know, a lot of people, you know, they retire and they die the next day, you know. So my observation is all oh, these people that do retire and, and then they can't find themselves, you know, because they were lost.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, they 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 invested so much into work you know, spending so much scared, doing overtime, you know, uh, uh, trying to promote, trying to please their immediate supervisors, you know, that once they left, you know, their kids don't like them, their wives don't like them. You know, they don't want to be at home because they might not like being at home. Yes. Well, they're not themselves no more, you know? So they have a hard time finding themselves. Therefore, you know, their, 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 their life
0: afterward it's a short life. Yeah.
1: You know, I honestly don't don't see myself dealing with that because, like I said, at this point in my life, I'm trying to to finish to setting my my kids on their way, and uh, and I like being at home. I like uh, I like the the hobbies that I have and, and the plans that I, I still have to accomplish. You know.
0: Awesome. And you know that it's interesting. One time, I was a law enforcement officer, and I asked him, I said, you're always working. And he's all like, you know what? It's too late that I come in to realize that I guess los nietos, they were looking at an album. And mm-hmm. cada album los mandaba a su familia, a sus hijos y su wife to Disneyland, to Universal, different places, right? Yeah. He's all like, now my, my grandson asked me, Grandpa, where were you at? there's no pictures of me traveling with my family. Yes, they had everything they wanted, but I was never there. And he said, an advice I give you, if you ever, you know, always make time for your family. And that gave me the chills. That's uh, 100% correct, you know? And, uh, and, and luckily for me, I did it, uh, uh, it, was, it was a natural
1: reaction. You know, uh, I think maybe the way I was raised to put my family first, you know, and uh, yeah, you take your lungs, you take your, your, your harassment at work, you know, you're not considered for the specialty jobs, you know, uh, investigations, uh, you know, all these specialty jobs that are that are provided at work, you know, you're not considered for those jobs because, you know, to them, you're not committed to work, you know, your, your family, you put your family first. There. So, so that's the price you pay, you know. Yeah. that if there's like any choice you make in life you know you you, you have to pay a price you know yes. I know a lot of guys that they choose that life you know and uh, they forget about their families you know mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're trying to make no, no time for their families you know and they they start looking for that love here at work mm-hmm. they start you know uh, trying to be womanizers and, and uh and uh and, in and our culture you know I'll tell you the truth you know in our culture guys this are men's men you know that's, that's that's what they call it here you know uh, this, this guy you know
2: he's, he's uh He's a woman I said yeah and all the girls going crazy you know but, they're, they're bad, but you know not everybody thinks that way you know
1: uh, for a few of us you know we we prioritize prioritize family
2: to me is that what helps you uh keep keep the bond together with, with your
1: wife and your kids you know but, uh, but at the end of the day it's your choice yes. you know the choice what what you want from this what you want from your family what you want from your relationship that's sure. your only choice
0: sure. I have a question for you Yes. How did you deal with women? I'm sure, I mean, I don't know if you're handsome or not, but I'm sure you had <laughs> women after you. I'm pretty sure you know the uniform and how it is military, and then you were in the military too, in you your service. But, este, you. ¿cómo le hacías with the women that were trying to get at you? And I'm sure there's beautiful women in uniform as well, or out in the streets. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, the, the thing is, that, uh, uh, number one, I'm, I'm not—I I don't have a—I I call it a mouthpiece. I'm not a good talker. <laughs> you know, I'm actually very uh,
1: uh, uh, self-conscious. Very, uh, uh, my self-esteem is very low when it comes to uh, approaching women. So you know, I was never one to to approach women. You know, even with my wife, she's the one that that, that yelled you know, I me. Mean, you know, pretty much she asked me out, you know, but...
0: So how uh, did you do it? Because I'm sure que mujeres aventadas. How
2: yeah, you-, you know, uh, there's times where where there's women that, that you know, like, like I said, like my wife, she asked me out, you know. Mm-hmm. There's women that, 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 uh, that, that would, uh, that would hit on me, but, uh, you know, just, you just be truthful, you know, you, you keep it, uh, you keep it
1: real, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my priorities, my priorities. Are and, and where where we are now, my kids, you know, and, and, and my family, you know, and, and most women don't like hearing, that, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So so you know, I I remember being being in San Diego, uh, working for the department, and and these uh, these uh, girls would hit on me, and, and I was just kind of like, you know, shine them out, And so the word the word that was going around there, it was that was gay, you know.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Which
1: yeah, I, I think everybody. you know, but, but that was their way to I don't know to fight a conquer yeah. for themselves or to uh try to pressure me into doing something. I don't want to do
0: Yeah, because you know? that's what everybody says, you know, no less in casa on a girl and oh he's gay. Yeah,
1: so so you know, I, I like I said and, and, and you deal with
0: it,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. But uh but I recognized it and, and I and I knew I mean I just I just try to it, 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 you know make me feel pressured mm-hmm. into uh, messing with somebody you know that it is what it is you know you just have to be an adult about it and, and set your priorities and stick to it, with, you know yes that's uh, so what helped me deal with that you know
0: smart yes, yeah, because everything comes with the consequence yes yes okay so um anything that you would like to like a message that you would like to send to the young generation or family members that are going into law enforcement? You know, uh, we touched up on on, on depression and suicide. Uh,
1: that's a very big thing going on right now. Mm-hmm. With, with Everything that's going on with, you know, inflation and uh, mm-hmm. and um, having enough money to provide and, and uh, you know, uh, prioritize. Prior your, your problems, you know, and you can deal with them in that in that form. You know, uh, uh, you know, don't concentrate too much. Don't try. Don't concentrate too much on on, on the problem. but uh am uh, trying to concentrate on the solution. You know. Sure. Uh, uh You know, be very picky and choose wisely who you keep around you. You know, because uh, not everybody's your friend, even if you is in the military, you know, and to allow in law enforcement, you know, everybody, people that get close to you, not everybody's there to to help you out or or, 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 or just you get ahead, you know, so it's just be very careful with that, you know, and uh, choose a life, you know. If you want to promote, you know, if you want to make it big here, you know, in the, in, the, in the law enforcement community, just remember, you there's a process, you know, and be considered, be considered with your, with your family with your wife with your kids you know and uh, if you keep a good balance you, you can make it work I'm not saying that it's impossible but if you keep that good balance if you tell high, you know you give that peace you give know, that peace to everybody you know you can make it work every time you cut a bigger piece for somebody you take it away from somebody else that's the facts you know but uh, if you keep a good balance I think you can make it work you know but it's, it's a hard road it is you know that's that's my advice you know uh, you know and if you're if you're dealing with depression you know uh, recognize it you know and, and deal with it by seeking the help you know
0: and, I'll, and I sometimes I also say like if you're too afraid to go seek for professional help which I always recommend professional help like find a somebody that's older than you and wiser that's been through hell already I feel like those people have the most knowledge because they've been through it and everybody goes through rachitas a de depression, everybody in this freaking world.
2: Yes. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's good advice, you know, and, uh, 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 you have, you have to have a connection with
1: them though, you know, because uh, we must think alike somewhat, you know, because there's people that are... That, uh, um, how can I say it? you know, they seek, the, they seek different paths, and, uh, and uh, like for those that, they usually look for the easy path, I usually not, not able to reach out to them or, or talk to them, mm-hmm. or I'm not, I'm not very successful, successful when I talk to them because they want to the easy life, you know what I mean, have, I'm gonna preach you, every time I'm, I preach to a youngster, you know, it's always the, the hard path, you know, mm-hmm. I can take on life, you know, and. And, and, uh, and make it work you know and, and meaning you know earn your respect don't 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 try and buy a bike on no a party or or kissing up to the lieutenant or buying a lunch or you know That's really cool. earn your respect you know so so you gotta have, you gotta have some kind connection sure. so for my advice to be uh welcome or or or, or consider, consider it, you know
0: mm-hmm
1: that's the, the
0: way i see it well thank you so much for your time and thank you for your service you're
1: welcome, welcome uh, you're very welcome and thank you for having me and i wish you a lot of success
0: thank you and i'm sure we'll be able to help a lot of law enforcement officers and military that are going through shit you know let's be real yes and they just feel yeah. i feel like a lot of people need because there's people that reach out to me and they're like, hey, that hit home, or and it's kind of like a good feeling. So I'm sure that you, whatever you're saying right now, that it sounds like comes from your heart, it's gonna hit somebody's home. And you yeah. might save the, somebody's life, and thank you for that.
1: Yeah, I really hope so. And, and, uh, and, and once again, I uh, thank you for putting this uh, program on, and you uh, trying to help everybody,
0: you know, that's what we're here for, right? Yep. just you to seek for professional help there is also a 1-800 number for suicide it's called the U.S. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline where you guys can call and talk to somebody it's a looks like it's a crisis number 1-800-273-8255 1-800-273-8255 And it seems like it's day and night and they speak, I'm assuming, every language. And I'm speaking as far as the United States. So it's a 1-800 number that you guys can call in case you guys need to speak to somebody. But I also suggest you to speak to a professional. You know, if you can book that appointment and talk to somebody, it's okay. We're all humans. Not just because, you know, you're a law enforcement veteran or you have that type of career where you have to pretend to be this person that is... You know deep down inside if you're hurting remember you cannot do your job unless you're okay you cannot make your wife happy unless you're okay you cannot make your kids happy unless you're okay take care of you because if you're happy then you make your family happy then you make your job your job okay so i hope this episode helped and at home thank you and thank you to my guests